another night at the Fireside Pub. Grab a seat, open a tab, and join us. Brad, there's been a stunning development in my alcohol consumption lately. Okay. In the positive or negative direction? Negative for me, but not negative in, like, I'm an alcoholic <laughs> sense. <laughs> okay. Negative. Just, I, I can only fucking drink beer now. Oh. It's so fucking annoying. That's... I can see why that'd be a problem. But, like, not, not in the sense of, like, you know, oh, I get way too crazy on everything else. I can only drink beer. It's like... You just don't I, enjoy anything else? No, I physically cannot because... So I used to be a White Claw man. I was very hard into seltzers. Mm-hmm. Of, of all kinds. I tried all of them, you know. Man of many tastes. One, I think the only ones I didn't try were the Four loco ones because I didn't want to die. Because they were 14% alcohol. Four loco is kind of disgusting, I'll be honest. Any variety of Four loco. Well, this was just a seltzer. I'm just saying anything they produce. I've never had something made by Four Loco and went, hmm, that was tasty. Four Loco really was the teenager's alcoholic beverage of choice because it had a lot of alcohol in it and it'd get you fucked up and it was relatively cheap. Yes. And it had pretty colors. Right, yeah. It was 100% marketed to children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of insane. But yeah, they tried to put out a seltzer that was 14% alcohol, so they were just trying to kill all the white girls out there. Mm-hmm. It's almost like if you put arsenic in the pumpkin spice. <laughs> Um, and I, what's the other one I haven't tried? There was another one, but I can't remember what. Anyway, so I was a big seltzer man. Mm-hmm. And then I started to get this fucking horrible, terrible thing called heartburn. Yep. That I get from seltzers for some reason. And the problem is with it, right, is because I drink an absorbent amount of seltzers when I drink. Okay. That my heartburn is so bad that for like the next six days it feels like something is stuck in the back of my throat because like the acid reflux. Mm-hmm. So I can't. I've, I've stopped drinking those. Okay. I'm like I can't do it. As much as I would love to drink a black cherry white claw right now, or just any at any time, I can't. I physically cannot. So now, that brings us to what I used as my replacement, which was Twisted Teas. We drank them on the first episode of the show. We did. A very good tasty beverage. Correct. The problem is, because there's so much fucking sugar in them, yes. I get hungover or very nauseous in the morning when I wake up. Mm-hmm. So now I've concluded that I cannot just enjoy alcohol. I have <laughs> to drink beer. Well, I mean, I feel like there are other small, portable, non-super alcoholic drinks out there that you can try. I mean... I could try, like, the high noon, like, vodka sodas... Maybe. Yeah, those aren't bad. I, but I feel like even then it's going to lead to my problem that I have with White Claws, which is the carbonation problem. What about like the, like the ciders and stuff? Like uh, Angry Orchards and those kind of things. Angry Orchards, okay. Like, I'm not... It's it, I don't really like regular apple cider, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So, like, hard apple cider, the only real appeal to it is that I can get drunk off of it. Sure. But, like, it tastes fine. Mm-hmm. I guess I could do Angry Orchard, but the, I don't know. They only come in glass bottles, too, Angry Orchard. Which kind of they sell, um, what is it, uh, apple, red apple ales that come in cans? I want no, I, I think that's still in bottles, too. I, I don't, I, it's been a long time since I've had these, but you can buy a 24-pack of canned hard apple ciders. Um, it might be Angry, Angry Orchard might make cans now. I just remember them only had, or only ever seen bottles, like, in liquor stores. Yeah. <coughs> it's just annoying, bro. I cannot say I relate to the problem, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Um, I, I drink and do drink just about anything. Um, if it's me in my personal time and I'm just drinking because I want you know, I want to enjoy a little booze, it's almost always sake these days. But um, Fucking weeb. Dude, <laughs> it's... I've never had a drink that's so smooth and does the job as well as anything can do the job for me, really. Mm-hmm. Um because at least it, like, I don't like drinking stuff like beer or a lot of uh, certain kinds of wine or anything that just doesn't taste great to me because it's already not going to get me drunk. I would at least right. like it to taste good, which is what kind of why I like those tasty teas. Not going to do a damn thing for me, but at least I'm Twisted drinking Twisted teas. Yeah. What did I say? Tasty teas. Tasty teas. <laughs> there we go. That's uh, our brand of teas. There we go. We're there with a knockoff uh, Walmart brand. <laughs> the great value <laughs> Twisted teas. It's like how you see, like, rice crispers. Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. But like at least those have the benefit of 
tasting really good, so like they're not going to do a damn thing for me, but like, I don't hate drinking them. Oh, dude, I don't know. So li- last night, you know, I did my weekly Thursday night go out and drink with my friend and get food and stuff like that. And then I came home and I had like five of those twisted teas that were left in the fridge because I bought an 18 pack a long time ago. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I think I just grabbed the first thing I saw that said twisted tea and it turned out to be an 18 pack. So I bring it home. I fucking, you know, it's just been sitting in there for like a month now. Right. So I'm like, fuck it. I want to finally finish these off and get this fucking box out of my fridge. And so I drank like the five of them after I got home because I I got home relatively early last night. Like it was around like 930, 10 o'clock, something like that by the time I got home. And it's just like I woke up this morning and it's like I wasn't hungover because I took aspirin and drank water before I went to bed. But I just felt fucking nauseous. Yeah. And what probably didn't help was that it's so muggy this morning. It is a little it's a little. I'm the weather lately has been psychotic. Yeah. It makes no fucking It's bad even for New England. Like, New England's always kind of had terrible weather and that, like, it's not consistent. But, like, the last week has been literally all over the place. Yeah. It's We've gone from downpour like- to 85 to muggy and sticky now. Yeah. And <laughs> it's been foggy all week. Yep. It's weird. It was, like, cold on the weekend. And then the second you hit, like, Monday, it just was, like, 73 out of nowhere. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. Kind of a pain in the ass, if I'm honest. Yeah. We're in the weird transition period where, like, it's not soon enough to put away some of your, like, more summery clothes because it, we still get warm days where you wear them. But you can't bust out all the winter stuff yet because it's not getting that cold yet. So we're in this weird, like, teenage puberty phase where, like, we're not in either season. I'm almost interested to see how the winter is going to be because I've heard it's going to be bad. Yeah, they say that every year, though. I don't think they do, though. But, like, uh, they're saying because summer was so, like, hot and we had such a mild winter last year mm-hmm. that, like, it's going to come back. It's going to rubber band to it's, bite it's, us in the ass. I want to know how that works. Like, I feel like I don't know a damn thing about meteorology or the study of Neither weather. Neither do meteorologists, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, the weatherman gets it wrong 90% of the time. I, I like that they, I mean, at least they're in the ballpark sometimes. They're like, it's going to rain, maybe. It's like, okay, at least I know there's a chance. <laughs> so I'll bring the umbrella just in case. Yeah. I would love to see, like, a meteorologist go to, like, a sports book. <laughs> Just try to... He's like, uh, can I put uh, 1500 on the Celtics? But also put 1500 on the Cavs. Just, <laughs> Just to be sure. Just to be sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We're going we're gonna to see. I, if it's a bad winter, I'm, I'm going to be okay with that. I don't mind winter so much. I hate snow now. Like Really? Yeah. I, I love the snow, man. No, see, the snow was cool when we were kids because it meant no school. Sure. But, like, now it's like, okay, so the snow is here, so it's just, a de- it's like a deterrent to me. It's a pain in the ass, but I still have to go to work. <laughs> like, it's like they don't cancel work like they cancel school. Unless, unless it's literally, like, a state of emergency. And even then, I think my job wouldn't close because technically we're, like, a... My job has literally never closed. We're, like, technically, like, an emergency center or something. Like, like they were classified as that. Right. Like, where we have to stay open. That's why we were open. That's why, like, grocery stores were never going to close during the pandemic, even though people thought they were. Yeah. Well, because they're, they're an essential. You can't. Right. Well, people are going to buy their food if <laughs> grocery stores are closed. Right. Exactly. But that's that's why those never closed, because mm-hmm. they're literally an essential business. Yeah. Like, you need them. So, even if we're, even if the fucking blizzard of 78 happened outside tomorrow... I'd still have to go to work. Yeah. Which is just a pain in the ass. The nice thing about my job is that technically they could close down if they wanted to for something like that, like a blizzard. Um, they never have and they never will um, because every blizzard we've ever had, they've stayed open for. It's weird though. Like, who's going to Target during a blizzard? Literally nobody. Yeah. Um, but the <laughs> so thing is. It just becomes an excuse for you to get paid and just hang out with your coworkers. Well, no, they expect you to call out. That's the thing. It's like the uh, only people who actually show up when there's not going to be anybody in the store because of like a blizzard is the leadership. Yeah. So there's going to be two managers and an executive in that store for eight hours, and nobody else, and they're they, everyone else gets to stay home. Really? Pretty much. I mean, yeah, I guess that... Well, my job knows that I live down the street from there, <laughs> so I feel like I can't get away with calling out during a blizzard and being like, it, the roads are bad. It's true. They'll be like, you're fucking down the street. Walk your ass over Walk here. Walk your ass over here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to see how many times I get snowed in 
because parking on my street sucks. Right. Like, it's a disaster. And I know... Do you have to park on the street or do you have, like, a... Yeah, I got to park on the street. You don't have, like, a driveway or... No, not for my apartment. Um, it sucked because when I lived at the, at the apartment complex, there were uh, dedicated parking spaces for each apartment. Yeah. Like, they were, they were labeled and everything. Mm. And every lot, because it was, like, a seven or eight building complex. It was huge. Yeah. Um, every lot had a couple of dedicated guest parking spaces. So if you had multiple cars, you could keep one in the guest and one where you're supposed to keep it. Right. Um, I don't have that now. So... So if there's a parking ban, you're just kind of fucked. I, if there's a parking ban, I have to park on the side street and hope nobody cares. Well, you have to... No, I think they usually only do parking bans on one side of the street is how they do it, usually. Yeah. Because then they just plow that side of the street, and then usually people will move over, and then they plow the other side. But... Yeah, that's that ain't going to work with, with my street. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Really? Yeah, it's just... Streets in the city are so hit or miss. Yeah. It's insane. It's like, they're either too small... Or they're very wide, but then there's people parking on both sides, so it makes it small. Mm-hmm. It's fucking makes no sense. Yeah. Driving up like the north North Main Street, like once you get to like where like the RMV is and stuff, it's just it's a complete it's, gamble. Yeah. <laughs> it's a complete fucking gamble. Because people can't park, so one guy's like half in the road, but he's parked. So you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm going around you. Well, then you get the people too who are like stopping to like drop something off or pick somebody up, and they're like half in the fucking street, <laughs> like turned into it, and I'm like. Fucking figure it out, dude. Yeah. Like, get a get a grip. Yeah, I get you don't want to parallel park just to pick somebody up, but like, do a little better job than that. Come on, <laughs> right? You could at least pull in a little bit more. You're also right in front of a driveway. Why not just pull in that? <laughs> uh, I love people. I hate this fucking city, dude. <laughs> like, if I'm honest with you, I fucking despise this city that we live in. It was. I feel like maybe it's just me. This, but this was a different city than the one we grew up in. Maybe no. it's just because I'm, I'm, I have a different perspective, but I feel like if I were a 13-year-old kid growing up in this city now, I wouldn't do the things I did as a 13-year-old kid when I was actually 13. Like, I don't know. Like if it, what? Like, I, I don't know. I used to, like, I would walk basically anywhere in the city um, with a very few exceptions because there's some parts of the city that you don't go in unless you have a reason. You want drugs. You want to get shot. Right. Um, but I feel like there are now much bigger sections of the city that are not great. I feel like the South End, particularly, is way worse now than it was 10, 15 years ago. It's so weird, too, because there are, like, parts of the South End that are, like, nice. Yeah, that's what but I mean. It's like, those parts were bigger. Crap. Like, 10 years ago, the parts of the South End that were nice were, were a lot bigger. Now they're a lot smaller. It feels almost like the North End and South End are two totally different cities. Yeah. Which is, like, kind of sucky, because I've, I've lived in both sides. My last apartment was in the North End, and I loved it living in the south end now and i'm realizing how big of a difference there is <laughs> yeah it's uh it's weird and then we also just have like this beautiful parking lot that has like stores and shit in it now yeah and then you go across the street and it's garbage yeah. <laughs> like it makes no sense it, and then literally like the little intersection right next to it there's just like 10 homeless people standing there like asking for change pretty much and it's fucking insane it's 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 almost like a perfect uh Dist, uh, distillation of like wealth gap in yeah. the world where it's like you know you have this nice shopping center and then you have brand new sparkly building and homeless people yeah we're kind a, of insane we're a small San Francisco is what we are <laughs> Don't, uh, no absolutely not at least people aren't shitting in the streets here I'll say that I mean it depends on the street you go down I'm sure that there is probably at least one street that has shit on it in every city in America if probably we're honest um, maybe even some towns, who knows? But cities definitely. There's at least one street that has human shit on it, and either accidental or on purpose, it's there. Right. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the times I accidentally shit myself <laughs> in life. Is that a long list? Is that a long list? It's maybe about like a handful of times. I don't think I, I don't think it's ever happened to me. I'm gonna be honest with you. Not even like when you were younger. Not that comes to memory, no. I don't know why I have this. I, I have this memory in my head of going to like a cheap like three dollar theater when I was like five, mm-hmm. and shitting my pants during Lara Croft Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call that a bodily response to get out of a bad movie. Uh, I like the first Tomb Raider movie. You are in the minority. I feel it's not bad. Like I think honestly, all the Tomb Raider adaptations haven't been that bad. No, they've been okay. Oh, speaking of Tomb Raider adaptations, what'd you think of the the picture that came out of the Tom Holland Uncharted? I mean, it looks fine. 
Like, it's not what I want for Nathan Drake. I don't. Yeah. I don't need a prequel movie. Well, that's the thing. Is like the only guy they could get to do current Nathan Drake would have been Nathan Fillion, but he's like ten years too old at this point. Right. Um, so yeah, honestly, just de-age Nolan North. He could do it. He looks like Nathan Drake. Yeah, I mean, you could de-age Nolan North, or just take Nathan Fillion and do a do a later game or a later story. I mean, I guess you could. The fourth game kind of. I guess you could just base it on the fourth game if you really wanted to. Yeah. Because Nate's probably about the right age to be Nathan Fillion in the fourth game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't. I've uh, this movie since it's been announced. I've been like, why? That's the thing. Is like, if there's any video game in the world you want to adapt into a movie less, it's a Naughty Dog game because they're basically movies anyway. They're movies with ten minutes of gameplay, more or less. For the most part. Like, well, the Uncharted games are a little different. They're like, at least the Last of Us games are oh, like they're ninety percent cutscenes. Yeah. But with Uncharted, there's at least, like, puzzles and stuff, and there's action scenes that you play. Like, the train sequence in Uncharted 2 is still amazing. I just, I want to know why that's what they go to. Because it's the easiest to adapt into a movie. Because it's already a movie, pretty much. I guess. I don't know. So, let me, let me pitch you that, let let me sit here, and I'm movie executive man, right? Okay. Or I'm someone who works at Sony. I look at the properties that we have that we can turn into films, mm-hmm. right? From our video from our very successful video game division. And I look at it and I go, Ratchet and Clank, that could be a pretty good little animated movie. It wasn't, but <laughs> could have been. But I can see how an executive would go, this could be like our Pixar movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I can see how an executive looks at Uncharted and goes, this is gonna be our Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I can see how they look at The Last of Us and go, this could be a good HBO show. Because that's happening, too. Is it really? Yeah. I don't think I heard about that. Yeah, HBO show. I'm actually okay with that. Yeah. I mean, it'll be fine, I'm sure. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I, I, I love video games for what they are. So anytime an adaptation comes up of them, I always question it because I'm just like, you, yeah. you're losing the, the big selling point, which is I get to mess with it. Right. Like, but I, I feel like it's mainly just to, it's for the people that thumb their nose at playing video games. That's that's what video game movies are for. It's for the people who are like, well, I don't have 10 hours to spend, but the story seems cool. So, Which is weird because the movies are never made with those people in mind. I feel like every adaptation is always made for fans of the games. It depends on the adaptation. Like the Doom movies are weirdly just alien knockoffs. Really? Or aliens knockoffs, actually, because it's always like the team goes in, and then, oh, no, there's a alien threat, but really... It, actually, no, not even in the rock one. They're not demons in the rock one. They're mutants. Really? They're like... It's like some weird, like, mutant gene from Mars. Oh. Why? Because demons are a step too far, Brad. Apparently. I don't know. Not in this good Christian country, there are no demons. I mean, like, you you could have done demons. Like, I honestly, I don't I don't know what person goes like, listen, The Rock is in this movie, and he takes a portal to Mars, and he's fighting monsters. But if they're from hell, that's a step too far for me, brother. You <laughs> just, you you broke my suspension of disbelief. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, like, gotta, ju- it's gotta be the religious taboo, right? Like, I can't think of any actual no, reason. No, because, like, you look at, like, horror movies, and, like, all it's been for the past fucking decade is ghosts and demon shit. Like, The Conjuring, and Hereditary, and... All these fucking movies, it's all been ghosts and demon shit. You know, sinister. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, then I, that's genuinely a bizarre decision to me. I mean, I guess maybe it's like it's switched around in 2005 or 6, whenever the fuck Doom came out. Mm-hmm. The first one, at least. Maybe we just like weren't hot on demons yet. I don't know. And they just weren't the big thing. And they were like, well, what's an easy way that we can adapt this and people understand it? They're like, well, let's just make aliens. Which, Doom originally was supposed to be an Aliens game, but they it couldn't get the license. Right. So that's why they made it Doom. I feel like if you make it Aliens, you just have Serious Sam. No, Serious Sam is too goofy. I love Serious Sam. The first one, one of my favorite games, I'm going to be honest. I gotta be honest with you, Serious Sam never really did it for me. I like Serious Sam, because it's like a throwback to old shoot. Honestly, I really love old shooters, I've realized, in the yeah. past couple of years. Um, like just old school, like really fast shooters. Like I'm, I love them, but I don't know. It's something about like the, 
the serious Sam never felt like it really had like a progression to me. It was it felt like it was always like walk backwards, shoot like five hundred enemies coming at you, and that's why the new game looks like a fucking nightmare to me. <laughs> like because it's just a million enemies like coming at you because of that new system they have in there. And I go, this looks like, like this is just fucking a nightmare. There's it too it many. Makes me so happy because serious Sam was never about like story progression or like moving through like anything interesting or, or like wild it was always about the spectacle like they made these really cool intricate levels that you got to explore and fight your way through but it was always about like the kinds of cool enemies you'd fight while you were doing it or just the sheer amount of enemies whenever there was a wide open area yeah. like something about you being one guy in the middle of a desert surrounded by a bunch of sand dunes and like hundreds of things are coming over the hills for you to have to fight it's so freaking cool. It's weird, though, that in 3 and 4, they have weirdly, like, looped back around to making them more story-focused. Yeah, I mean, even 1 and 2 had, like, the, the and audio the, logs. Yeah, and the, like, the bare minimum. Of st- it, honestly, uh, Serious Sam 1 and 2, or at least the first encounter and second encounter, are closer to, like, a Doom 2016 sort of thing. Yes. Where it has, like, a scenario, but it's not really a story. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, honestly, is how I prefer my Serious Sams. Yeah. But, you know, I got, I got an itch to play Serious Sam, man. That's a fun game. I almost bought... They had the collection mm-hmm. that went on sale before the fourth one came out, but it didn't include the VR ones. Oh. That kind of sucks. I mean, I don't have VR anyway, so it doesn't affect me, but that's Well, I, I want the VR ones because there's a mod for Serious Sam 3 VR that's the first episode of Duke Nukem 3D, but in yeah. VR... Really? And they like they rip the character models from forever and stuff like that. Huh. And the gun models. It looks dope. That's kinda cool actually. Yeah. Um speaking of Duke Nukem three D, I bought it on Switch for some reason. <laughs> Why? And I've been playing it. Because it was like five bucks. Alright, yeah, I mean fair enough. Of all the decisions you could have made. <coughs> oh my god, I don't coughing today. It's fucking annoying. Um yeah, I guess I yeah, I could have made worse financial decisions to be fair. But I've just been playing it. It's just been, like, my my background game. Like, I'm not even really listening to the dialogue, which is kind of the main point mm-hmm. of Duke Nukem. But, like, again, once again, I just, I like old shooters. I've been playing a lot of old shooters. You're like. a big Duke, uh, Duke Nukem fan. I am. I am ashamed to say it. It's like when I'm ashamed to say that I'm a Sonic fan. <laughs> That's a good video game movie. Sonic? Yeah. I, never, I have not seen it yet. It's um, good. I, I keep hesitating on pulling the trigger, and I don't know why. It's not like a one-to-one adaptation of the game but right. it gets the spirit right which i feel like is the most important thing yeah there's a part when he's in san francisco but he doesn't snowboard which annoys me like yeah. he doesn't ride a snowboard down the street like he should because <laughs> like if you're gonna do it do it you know what i mean yeah i mean go for it do all the fan service <laughs> oh god jacob yeah I should tell you now, I don't know if you've noticed, um, but I've entered the new age of phone technology. I finally got my phone. Yours is coming in today. Uh, it's it's almost here. Is <laughs> it? It's in my area. The UPS guy is in my area. Oh, you might hear a live knocking at the doors, Mr. UPS man. Yeah, uh, followed by an hour-long transfer of data. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean... You're not really in the new age of phone no, technology. No, I'm, I'm, I'm in the you're, current age. You're a year behind. But I mean, I am now, but like compared to where I was, five years behind, you know. True. You're, you're doing it better. Hopefully your FaceTime camera is better than your last one. I have been told it is. Which, I mean, I don't know why it was, because sometimes it looked fine, and then other times it would just look blurry. Like, I, I, I genuinely couldn't tell you. I did not do anything to that phone. I don't use it for damn near anything, but when I do use it, uh, it's now apparently better. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it was more a necessity thing more than anything. I couldn't go a day without charging it because it would die, so I kind of had to get a new phone. But You're trying to get two days out of your battery on your on your phone? Yeah, up until... You're going with the wrong phone, buddy. iPhones are not that kind of device. I mean, up until... You can get a full day out of it, but... Up until recently, I, I would get two, three days out of it. Really? Well... Again, I don't... I forget who I'm talking yeah, to. Yeah, I barely use the damn thing. Like, yeah. w- this thing, I've only... I technically haven't had to charge yet. I only do it because I want the battery to stay high, but... I'm curious about how 5G is going to affect the battery, because apparently 5G really drains batteries a lot. Yeah, I believe it. And uh, I get upgraded to 5G for free, so that's Sweet. pretty dope. Thank you, T-Mobile. Yep. Oh, yeah, and I'm on my new service now, too. I'm with, uh, I'm with 
AT&T now. Oh. I got all Verizon, which I'm iffy about because I really did like Verizon service. I've never had any problems with them. Um, it's just prohibitively expensive for one person. I don't have problems with my service unless I'm at work. For some reason, my work is like a fucking Faraday cage. Like, it's trying to get a say, Or it's weird. Like, it'll pop up and say, like, I have LTE and I have, like, bars of LTE. But then when I try to do anything on my phone, it's slow as hell. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm curious. Maybe 5G will fix that. We'll find out. Won't we? May, uh, maybe, but one of the very unfortunate weaknesses of 5G is that it has trouble penetrating certain things. Well, that's millimeter wave 5G. Oh, that's true. Like, Which regular 5G, mid-grade 5G is just basically a faster LTE. Millimeter wave is also only in, like, major cities, like uh, Boston, San Francisco. And yeah. The tech centers of the world, man. San Francisco definitely is the tech center of the world. That's what isn't No, Apple's campus is in Cupertino. Yeah. But... Cupertino yeah. is like right outside of this or something like that. It's, it's Silicon Valley for a reason. It's, yeah. it's California. It's a pretty wide valley. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the entirety of California, they just consider Silicon Valley at a certain point. Yeah, well, except for the north end. That's all snow and, you know, the middle bits are all grapevines from what I hear. Mm. I want to go to wine country. I mean, I, I w- if I had a reason to go down there, I, I would. Let's just take a vacation, Brad. I'm not going to wine country with you. Why not? I, I'll do a lot of things with you, Jacob. I'm I'm okay with the idea of a vacation, but I'm not going to wine country with you. That's not a that's not an explanation I want to give to friends and family. I'm going to California to wine country for. Oh, who are you taking? Is you taking your girlfriend? No, I'm taking Jacob. No, it's a boys trip. What's wrong with a boys trip? I got no problem with a boys trip. Just not the wine country. Especially because you don't even really drink wine. Well, I'm trying to get into wine. We, we, we had a long, lengthy text conversation the other day about the TCM Wine Club. It's true. And I've been sitting with that shit in my cart for, like, a week you, now. You still waiting on it? I'm debating. I keep going back and forth. I don't think I need 15 bottles of wine. As we talked about in the beginning, like, honestly, I don't even know if I can drink wine at this point because my body might just shut down. <laughs> like, it seems like anything that is not Bud Light entering my body just kills me. So. I, have, uh, I have trouble drinking wines only because I've never looked this up, but... I get the same problem with grapes, so I assume it's just the sugars that are in grapes. Mm-hmm. Um, they upset my stomach. Like I have like some sort of into- like instead of lactose intolerance, I have you know fucking grape sugar intolerance. <laughs> whatever the hell natural that's- sugar intolerance. Yeah, whatever the hell that's called. Um, Can't drink Mexican cokes. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just one of those things where like, well, like that's the thing is like normal pure sugar, like um, natural sugars don't do that to me. It's for specifically grapes. I do not know why. I don't know if they have a specific kind of sugar. I don't know if they have, like, something that happens to the sugar when I digest it or what. Somebody is smarter than... Uh, maybe? But it happens with wine and natural grapes, so I don't know... I don't imagine there'd be any pesticide problems with wines. And there's pesticides on all fruit. I guess. Now, at this point. I don't clean know. Clean your fruit, pre- people. Pre- people. <laughs> clean your fruit, because if you don't clean your fruit... Then you're gonna be just be eating straight pesticides, pretty much. Honestly. Yeah, you know, it's the, the the wonders of the modern age. You can grow shit where it's not supposed to be growing. It's not even about that. It's just about like they don't want bugs eating the grapes. Well, yeah, but I feel like we go a little overkill in terms of you know keeping the bugs away from eating the grapes. I wonder who was like the first person who realized that like you just let grapes sit. And you're just like, fuck, I can get drunk off these. <laughs> like, I want to know. It's got, it had to have been an accident, right? Right. It's, I feel like it's the same thing that happened with milk. I feel like <laughs> milk had to have been an accident. But then it raises the question, what was someone doing to that cow? I feel like they watched a calf drink it and were like, all right, I'll try it. I feel like it's probably more sinister. You think? I think they thought that that cow had four dicks and they were trying to jerk it off. <laughs> I don't know that anybody would think that because... Female cows don't have dicks. But did they know it was a female cow? I would assume so. Given Maybe they thought it was like, um, what do you call it when you're born with both? I don't know if that's a bad term now. I don't know. We might have, we might have to just, we should probably beep that. <laughs> I'm, I think there's a medical term. I think it's intersexual. I have no idea. I have to look it up. No. I, I don't know if her is a bad word. Well, you shouldn't have said it again because now I gotta beef it twice. Right, right. If I have to, if, if I have to beep it, 
then this episode's coming out tomorrow. It's not coming out today because I'm going with the rule of 2020, where if you feel like you sh- you might have to beep something, you probably should. The awkward silence as Jacob checks his phone. I'm looking at PlannedParenthood.com right now, <laughs> trying to figure out. Of course. What intersex is the right. absolute like pinnacle of sexual information? Planned Parenthood. Oh no. Okay, so this isn't right. Uh, okay. Born with both genitals. I, th- I feel like we're <laughs> trying a little too hard here. Born with both parts is a better way. <laughs> oh no, intersex is right. Okay, yeah. Boom. That's the. That's Which means the we should beep the other term. word. Probably beep. <laughs> I don't know if it's. Okay, well, again, you're making more work <laughs> for yourself. Stop saying it. <laughs> They're going to be able to figure out what the word is. That's fine, but we still beep it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a word that starts with H, folks. Yeah, no, and they know. I think the H word might be a bad word, but I don't 100% know, so I'm going to beep it to be safe. But we'll see. Brad, I want to I want to ask you about something. Uh, okay. And I want to get your opinion on it. I've been kind of lowering my stand not standard but uh the word uh, i don't know what the word would be that i'm lowering but i'm lowering my need to censor myself on like twitter and stuff like i just make jokes now and i don't worry about it as much but i'm not like saying shit that's just offensive you know what i mean okay but it's like you know i don't i don't sit here for like five minutes ago is someone gonna take this the wrong way like, I'm just tweeting shit now. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a good thing. I don't... I'm somebody who kind of always thinks about how things I say are going to be taken. It's something I'm very conscious of. I mean, that's how I always was. But I was like, I feel like this is, like, inhibiting my my ability to actually be funny. In a sense. And I'm like I said, I'm not just saying shit just to be offensive and be, like, you know... Like, I'm not out here, you know calling people the f word for gay people or something like that but i'm just like i'm just making jokes and i'm not worried about like what the what, what the, the repercussions back- are. yeah what the backlash might be because because honestly like i said i'm not saying anything that's super offensive but i mean it's one of those things where like any attempt at humor is going to be offensive to somebody right um unless you a- say like why did the chicken cross the road yeah unless you're jerry seinfeld um yeah Unless you're a comedian in car getting coffee. Yeah. That was an interesting show. Did you ever watch it? Yes, I did. I watched a couple episodes of it. Yeah. I, I tuned in every now and again. It wasn't terrible. I um, found the Jay Leno episode fascinating. I didn't... I don't think I saw that one. Jay Leno is a fascinating man because he's so unfunny. <laughs> Yet, he was so successful. And it just makes no sense to me. I mean, and everybody's now he's just funny a, to somebody. Now he's just got a garage full of cars. It's true. I never found Jay Leno funny. Like I and the whole Conan situation pissed me off when it happened because Conan is so much funnier than Jay Leno. I don't think I've ever listened to anything from Jay Leno. Um, and Conan just about the same. I think I've heard a couple of interviews with him, but outside of that, I don't associate much with with nighttime television. I don't know why. Back in the day, I used to watch late night talk shows a lot, mm-hmm. but I did, and I always liked Conan the best. It's honestly, I have no experience with it. I've never, I haven't had, I haven't had TV in ten years almost. Um, oh, you just stream shit. I was like, I was, yeah. thinking, I was like, what the fuck? Did, how does he play video games if he doesn't have a TV? No, I, 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 you meant cable. Yeah, I meant cable. Yeah, I should have said cable. Um, we only very recently, within the last two years, got a very small package back, and that's, and I don't even use it. It's not, it's not right. even mine. Um, so anything of that vein, I've never... I'm on YouTube TV right now. Why? Because my mom wanted to get rid of cable because it was getting too expensive. Okay. And so you go to YouTube TV, which is not a cheap alternative. It's 60 bucks a month. It's cheaper than cable, but it's still expensive. Yeah, that's still nuts. Yeah. I mean, ca- honestly, regardless of what you do, cable is going to be expensive. If you want just regular television, yeah, cable is going to be expensive. Although, I mean, it depends because like, I feel like... Some people can look out on it because, like, you can bundle it with, like, your phones now. And yeah. if you have a big enough family or you have, like, multiple phone lines, it gets super cheap. But, like, for regular everyday folk, 
Shit's expensive. <laughs> Honestly, if you're not doing the bundles, like the like the the or even like the promos to get you to join, yeah, it then becomes super expensive. But like YouTube TV, it's like it works fine, works way better than I would ever expect it to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I don't I, like it's just TV, but on, on not, YouTube. not even on YouTube. It's like its own separate thing. Yeah, but. It's interesting. I've always viewed YouTube TV as something that, like, I don't know who it appeals to, but I guess now I know. It appeals to people that want to get rid of cable, but still want cable. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird. I want to get rid of cable, but still spend $60 a month on most of the stuff I won't watch. Honestly, it's for millennials, I feel like. Millennials are not paying 60 bucks a month for anything. You'd be surprised. I mean, if... Again, maybe we hang around different kinds of millennials because we are a diverse group of peoples. Right. Um, technically speaking, I think mm, our year is the last year you can be considered a millennial. No, your year is. I'm technically not a millennial. I'm technically Gen Z. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm n- 97. Yeah, cause then I'm, and I'm 96. And I literally just eked out of it because I'm my birthday's in January. <laughs> so <laughs> you just skirted under the door, my friend. Yeah. Do you uh, not want to be a millennial? Do you not want to join our hallowed halls? I honestly don't, because like I feel like millennials get such a bad rap. We do. We get a lot of shit for the stuff that we do. And to be fair, some of it's deserved. Um, I don't even know that it is, though. Like, I mean... You people aren't doing anything to hurt anybody. You just like hot chips. and you know. I really like the way Gen Z, like especially the younger kids, look at millennials. Like, the teenagers now, the kids who are like 13, 14, 15, mm. um, the shit they say about millennials... In the same way that we used to say stuff about our parents, right. it's so funny because it's entirely accurate. Like I saw a fourteen-year-old kid tweet out about how his, uh, like, the millennials were all about uh, daytime drinking in their Harry Potter house, and I'm like, Jesus God, you're one hundred percent right, and I'm so glad we have a generation calling us out on our shit. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, you fucking millennials. <sighs> I don't give a damn about Harry Potter, but it's it's just funny seeing it. It's honestly, all millennials do is go, God, stuff was so much better back in the day. They, they've honestly, they've turned into boomers. Things were so much better back in my day. 90s kids will remember this and all that. That's what millennials do now. I just feel like we're nihilistic at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, the entire country has just... No, I mean, not the boomers. I mean, well, the younger generations have just all turned to nihilism. Yeah, I mean... It's uh, insane. Boomers, Gen X, like... I mean, boomers are pretty nihilistic, too, honestly. I think they're coming around. I don't think. At this point, they're too old to be coming around. They still think they're on top of the world. I don't know that they do, though. They still technically own the damn world. They think think that their generation is the best, but also they're nihilistic of the world because of everything changing around them. It's ironic that the generation born from the greatest generation thinks they're the greatest generation. (laughs) Honestly, I don't even know how great the greatest generation was. I mean, hey, World World War II... I'm going to call you the greatest generation. That's true. Yeah. You guys did do World War II. Yeah. I don't know. I, to, to me, that's all. That's enough. I don't, I don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've really done nothing in our generations. Either one of us. Um, I don't know. I mean, millennials, I feel like, have made great strides in, like, the social aspects of, of the country. Because, like, we get called out on so much of our shit right. that we're just like, whoa, whoa, hold up. Yes, that we're doing this, but it's not a bad thing. Like, stop. <laughs> what are you mad about? I'm sorry, we want affordable housing and we want jobs that pay well? God forbid. We don't want to live with seven roommates in a flat in San Francisco? Well, screw us, I guess. We should pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, jackasses. <laughs> I do love, though, the boomers who are just like, millennials will never own a house because they're too busy buying avocado yeah. toast. It's like, I'm and sorry, they, I couldn't work on... Avocado toast has not been a thing for like eight years. <sighs> it just... Like, I'm sorry I can't work a minimum wage job for 20 years and then afford a house because housing is so stupidly cheap like it was when you bought one. But, yeah, it just doesn't work that way. It actually kind of depends on where you live in the country on if housing is dumb cheap. I mean, yeah, if you go out Midwest where you you know, you know buy a house and it comes with 19 acres, then sure, it's, it's going to be cheap. But for most of the country, it's not. And even then, like you still need a decent-paying job to afford that. Right. Like, I you mean, can't even afford... Like, in this city that we live in right now, you cannot afford rent and utilities... On a minimum wage, 40-hour-a-week job. Yeah, no shit. Massachusetts is, like, one of the most expensive parts of the country to live in. Yeah. It's stupid. It makes no sense. But, like, you could... Honestly, you could go to, like, Texas, Mm -hmm. and for the price of a house that you'd pay here, you could have a fucking mansion. Yep. Down there. It's insane. Yeah. 
Because there are houses here that, that, you know, close in. In this city. It's not even a nice city. Yeah. We have million-dollar houses in this city. I know. Which, Isn't that absurd? It blows my mind. Which, to be fair, they're really nice houses. But they're in this city. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they cost a million of anything? <laughs> Could be a million pesos. I still think it's a little too high. A million yen. Yeah. Coming through. A million rupees or... Right? Rupees? <laughs> rupees. I can't uh, remember if rupees are just from Zelda or if that's also... I only know them from Zelda. I don't think they're... Really I think fun. it's like in the Indian currency is called rupees. I don't think so. I want to say... I mean, I'm going to have to take your word for it. I can't say I'm up to date on my Indian phone. Did you see how much the iPhone 12 costs in India? Uh, no. How much? 84000 whatever their money is. Ooh. Oh, it is. It's one Indian rupee. Rupee, yes. It's so 80, equivalent to uh, 1.5 pennies. 84,000 rupees. So someone figured out, right, you can fly to Dubai, Yep. buy the phone there, fly back... And it's still cheaper, I guess, than buying it online from Apple or something. I forget what it is. Jesus. Isn't that absurd? Isn't technology absurd now? It, it is, yeah. Yeah. We're moving towards annihilation. In honestly. many ways, yes. In mo- yeah. But I think, honestly, with technology, it's gonna, that's going to end up being the thing that kills us. If Probably. It's going to be our own stupidity that does it. Right, but I think it's going to be, honestly, like something... That, it's almost weirdly going to be like Ready Player One, where the world just gets so addicted to a shitty video game that it kills us, or whatever. Whatever the technology is, it's going to be that kills us. Yeah. AI. Probably. Alexa will t- become self-aware. It's, honestly, I when I was a kid, like when I was... Not even a kid, when I was like 16, 17, I was thinking about what I wanted to do. I genuinely wanted to go into computer science and work on AI because the idea of having like a court, like a legit Cortana level AI was super exciting to me. Microsoft already did that. Cortana's a thing. I know, but it's just a renamed Alexa. Like it's not <laughs> I'm talking about like a legitimate a legitimate like holographic yeah, Cortana. Or not even just holographic, just like even if it's just like a Jarvis. Like something to that level of intelligence to me, was super exciting as a teenager. And I'm like, I want to get into a field where I can work on that. And now, as someone who's a little bit older, I realize that the world probably shouldn't have something like that. Brad, I will direct you to a little film called Avengers Age of Ultron. Well, not... (laughs) Where we learned that having an AI like that is not good. That's not even my concern about it. It's not Age of Ultron that made me worried about it. It's shit like Detroit Become Human that made me worried about it. Really? Uh, not, not, not that particular example, because honestly, I don't think that's a great example of it. Um, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. But we have such, as humans, we have such a terrible capacity for empathy for yes. anything that is not human, or even other humans. No, we, I think we have better empathy for things that aren't humans, honestly. I care way more about a dog's life than another human's life, if well, I guess that, Yeah, I, things that are not human but are trying to be, I guess I should say. Right. Like, the way that we treat... L- other people, the way that we treat things that we don't like or don't care about, is so awful yeah. most of the time. That like I don't think we should have a level of intelligence that can understand how poorly we're treating it. Imagine if Alexa or uh, Cortana could understand the things that we were saying to it when we're mad about it. Like I've heard some of the way people swear at these AI systems. I do swear at at Siri a lot. Because, like, I'll tell it to text you or somebody, yeah, and then it gets it wrong, and I go, no, you fucking dumb bitch. That's not what I said. See, that's what I mean. It's like, we do that without even thinking about it. Right. I mean, I don't do it because I'm, I'm, I'm dumb, and I'm conscious of these stupid things, and I shouldn't be. It's just a piece of technology. Right. But I, I, th- I say please and thank you to the stuff I talk to. You're a fucking psycho. I legitimately do. Um... But it's one of those things where, like, we should not be allowed to have a level of technology that can understand how terrible we are to it. Because it's going to bite us in the ass. Well, yeah, that's how you get fucking the villains from Blade Runner 1. Yeah. It's like, I don't even blame them. Yes, we're... Fine, kill us. We're dicks. I get it. We're bad to the the replicants. If a second race of humans showed up and wanted to kill us because they thought they were better humans, I'd probably agree with them. It's like, yeah, we're kind of not great. I feel like they'd eventually make the same mistakes we do. It's just going to be a perpetual cycle. Sure. Even, even when we're wiped out and the next sort of bit of life comes back, mm. it's just going to be a perpetual cycle. 
there's always going to be the people on top, and it's always going to be a fucking mess. Like, that's the thing, is humans are flawed. Sure. And See, what you should always do is quote the Green Lantern movie. We have a saying on Earth. We say we're only human. Right. I don't know why I remember that one line from that shitty movie. I don't remember a goddamn thing about that movie, other than the, the weird CGI Hot mask. Wheels tie-in. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> the idea of making that suit entirely CGI was... Probably that movie's biggest downfall. One of them, yeah. Because he looks like a fucking cartoon character the whole time. He does. He looks like he's straight out of the mask. <laughs> he does. He's rubbery like that, too. Yep. Like, that scene where he's showing off his suit to Taika Waititi is <laughs> actually is in that movie. Um, when he's showing off his suit to Taika Waititi, it looks ridiculous. Yes, it does. He looks absurd. I don't know why you wouldn't give him a costume. I have no idea. So now that we're talking about DC movies, okay, and we're getting off of AI because everybody's had this conversation about AI, it's gonna kill us. Uh, what do you think of Jared Leto coming back? I, I first of all, I just want to say this isn't a cut at this point. No, he's just making a completely different movie. He's making two movies and trying to pretend it's one. This first movie was three hours long. No, the fir- the the original cut of Justice League was only two hours. Was that three hours longer? What no, it was only like two hours. Or it was actually, it might have been a little bit less. It might have been like an hour 50-something. Maybe I just thought that movie dragged that much. It did. <laughs> it felt like an eternity. But it's not that long. I mean, I'm okay with it only because we barely got any of his Joker. But I- I'm saying, though, like, at least just on the cut thing. I'm not even talking about Jared Leto at this point. Oh. Like, don't call this a cut anymore. Like, you're just... First of all, his reshoots are costing $70 million. Correct. That's that's a budget for an entire fucking movie. Not a DC movie, but it's close. Not a DC movie. I'm Even then, certainly, I think that was probably about the budget of uh, Harley Quinn there, Birds of Prey. Maybe, yeah. Probably close to it. You know what I mean? Like, you could have made a whole other Birds of Prey, a whole ass other Birds of Prey for the amount of money he's getting just to finish his quote-unquote cut. And don't get me wrong, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, you are more excited than most people I know. I don't know why. I know it's going to hurt me. <laughs> like, Zack Snyder has done this to me three times already. 85.4 million was the budget for Birds of Prey. Pretty close to 70 million. Correct. So, think about that. Honestly, actually, there were reshoots on Birds of Prey, so it actually might even be like that the original budget was probably closer to 70 million. Was that movie any good? Yeah, it's all right. I didn't see it. Harley Quinn cartoon is better. Mm-hmm. I'd say watch. I feel, like, I feel like you can say anything cartoon from DC is better than the movies, and at this point, you wouldn't uh, be Not wrong. the Killing Joke. Killing Joke sucked. You think? Yeah. I, I always heard really good things about that. They added stuff to it that they did not need to. No. Oh, yeah, like I mean, I'm just Batman and Batwoman having sex. <laughs> oh. Which is weird, because it's still Barbara Gordon, who was technically like a young teenager when he met her. It's weird. And Batman is at this point in his 40s, I think, right? I don't think in The Killing Joke he's in his 40s. No? He might be like in his 30s. I'm going to be honest. DC is not my strong suit, so I have to rely on you for most of my DC knowledge. It's been a long time since I've read The Actual Killing Joke and saw the animated movie, so Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly the age range of that Batman. Mark Hamill was good in it. Mark Hamill's good in everything. Yeah, not The Last Jedi. I mean, he played the character he was supposed to play really well. It just wasn't a character anybody wanted him to play. I'm not even going to get into The Last Jedi because we could be here for a whole other goddamn 10 hours. That's true. If we really want to get into it. One day. You are very opinionated on Star I Wars. I keep teasing that we're going to talk about Star Wars because, like, in the first episode you brought up Star Wars and I go, we're not even going to get into Star Wars now. because I, I want you guys day. to understand that the reason he's doing this is not an exaggeration. That the day we decide to talk about Star Wars, it is going to be the only thing we talk about that episode. It'll and be much like how we talked about Marvel for an entire episode, a couple episodes yes, back. Yes, and we're going to have to try very hard to make sure it doesn't run into three hours. Because we'll just go on and on and on and on and on. Correct. I wrote a whole goddamn Twitter thread about the sequel trilogy when I was drunk one night. <laughs> You are. I appreciate how opinionated you are about Star Wars because while I love the IP and I love the world, I couldn't care less about most of the movies. Oh, dude, that was like my entire childhood. Yeah. Star Wars, like literally every, like everything Star Wars that I get my hands on, I got my hands on it. 
Like I've read a f- I read fucking books because it was Star Wars. That's how you know. I honestly I had more interaction with the Star Wars expanded universe novels and the games than I ever did the movies. The games were good too when we were kids. Absolutely, like Star Wars were. Battlefront Two on the PS Two, Knights of the Old Republic. Honestly, you know what's one that's underrated that no one ever really talks about? Republic Commandos. I had that dude. That one was really dude. It good. was just Rainbow Six, but Star Wars. It was it was awesome. dope as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the next one? We need another one of those. Honestly, if e- I, this is my dream. I hope EA loses the IP, mm-hmm. and uh, then they just kind of go the Marvel route of getting random studios to work on their games. Yeah. So, is there anybody you'd want to pick it up? Like- uh, yeah, I want Ubisoft to make Republic Commandos and just basically make Rainbow <laughs> Six Vegas, but Star Wars. Would you be okay if they did just like a Star Wars pack in Rainbow Six, where you you just get a whole skin for the operators that are just Star Wars characters? I mean, that would be kind of dope too. Like a like a oh siege, but Star Wars. Yeah, that would be kind of dope to be just, honest. I, with because you. like I think about it, and like we're getting to the point where like crossovers are getting real stupid. Like if you've seen the stuff that like Smite does, they're putting the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in there. Bro, you want to talk about the dumbest fucking crossover ever? Have you heard about the haunting at Verdansk going on right now in Warzone? No, what? Yeah, so because it's Halloween, their Halloween event is going on. It's called the Haunting of Verdansk. Yeah. Which is the name of the map of uh, Warzone. Mm-hmm. And in it, there are zombies on the map now. Okay. Which obviously, you know, Call of Duty, history with zombies. Of course. Um, and they've added skins to it that are licensed characters, one being Billy the Puppet from Saw and the other one being Leatherface. Mm-hmm. But this, well, the Leatherface one looks okay. The Saw one is hilarious. <laughs> like, it looks so stupid. But you know what's even dumber is that these skins are 2,400 COD points apiece, which I want to say roughly translates out to, like, $20. Jesus. So it's $20 for each of these skins. I honestly might buy the Leatherface one because it looks kind of cool. But I don't know. That's pricey. That is pricey. Just for a skin. Yep. Right? I mean, to be fair, Fortnite probably charges about the same for their skins. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I almost bought when they had Marvel skins, but they didn't uh, have any that I really wanted. Yeah, they, well, they had like Thor and stuff, right? Like Thor, Doctor Doom. That's going on now. That's the Nexus Wars that are happening in this new season of Fortnite. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know anything about what's going on with Fortnite or any uh, battle arena game. They had... You know what's so funny is we talk about stupid tie-ins and it's like I'm thinking about like Fortnite and all the characters they had in that. Uh, PUBG had a tie-in with Suicide Squad. Really? You could buy the Jared Leto Joker skin and the Harley Quinn skin for PUBG. That's bizarre. And then Harley Quinn got added to Fortnite. And Batman, I think, got added to Fortnite. And Aquaman got added to Fortnite. I mean, at this point, they're going to add any... Appropriately demographic. Yeah, IP honestly, to I'll that. be shocked what doesn't get added to Fortnite. Yeah. Fucking John Wick went to Fortnite. Yeah. Does it appeal to somebody between the ages of twelve and twenty-four? It's going in Fortnite. That's weird. I don't know how many, how many like you know of the six-year-old audience of Fortnite uh, really likes John Wick. I mean, no, that's for that's you know more of the teenage audience. I feel like honestly, I feel like kids know John Wick from Fortnite more than they know him from John Wick. Maybe at least young kids. Because oh, yeah. that w- that used to be the level 100 skin, or it looked like John Wick. It wasn't actually John Wick. They eventually actually had John Wick. Mm-hmm. But that was the level 100 skin, so everyone just knew John Wick as the... If you had the John Wick skin, you were good at Fortnite. Right. <laughs> or you had a lot of money to buy V-Bucks. <laughs> I have never played... I No, that's a lie. I played it once. You played Fortnite once? Yeah. I, I got into Fortnite for a little bit, but I'm not good at building, so I can't play that game. Because if you're not good at building, like, you're you're done. Right. I've only won once. Actually, no, I've won twice in Fortnite, but the other one I was carried to a victory by my friends because they're better at building. But one time I won on my own in a solos game, mostly because I, I hid. <laughs> of course. I don't know. I don't, have any, I don't really have a ton of fun with that genre of game. So I kind of just, I stay away from it. It's just not my cup of tea. It depends on, like, the, the game, and also I think squatting up helps a lot, too, for yeah. that kind of game. It kind of gets rid of the monotony of yeah. a lot of it. I, I mean, we talked about this on a previous episode. Like, I don't, generally when I play games, it's me. I don't, right. I don't do, like, I'll do online multiplayer, but sporadically, mm. I generally only play games with me. Um, 
So it's just it's a genre that I don't really just have access to. But that's okay. I got plenty of other shit I got to be playing. Speaking of stupid crossovers, Rambo is coming to Mortal Kombat for some reason. Yeah. That Mortal character does not fit, I don't think. Mortal Kombat has everybody at this point. They put the Terminator in. So I had this realization the other day. The last Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat X, yep. was weirdly like horror movie focused for its guest characters. Like it was like Jason and Leatherface and mm-hmm. and uh, the alien from Aliens. This one's all eighties movies. This one's all eighties action guys. Yep. Like it's Schwarzenegger, Terminator, Robocop, Robocop, Rambo. I mean, there are some that don't fit, like the Joker's there mm-hmm. and Spawn. But other than that. It's all been 80s action guys, which is interesting to me, I yeah. think. I mean, it's I, I play a good amount of fighting games. That's the only one I don't really play, just because I don't like playing it. It's different in a lot of ways. That I don't That's the only fighting game I like playing. Really? I feel like it's the one I can get off combo is the easiest in. Mm-hmm. Like, I suck at, at Street Fighter. I can't play Street Fighter. <laughs> I'm so bad at it. Street Fighter takes some practice. Same thing with Marvel vs. Capcom, probably because they just play the same. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can't. I'm not good at fighting games in general, Brad. <laughs> I, I'm not a huge fan of them, but my brother is, and he plays them a lot, and I refuse to let him beat me, so I have to play them so I don't lose. The only one I'm semi-okay at, and even then I kind of fucking suck, is Smash, but I think that's because anybody can play Smash. Dude, <laughs> it's baby's first fighting game. Exactly. Everyone loves Smash. Yeah. I can't wait to play Steve. I haven't played him yet. My friend played Steve. He said he's kind of broken. I mean, I believe it. Just in the sense that he's so OP. Yeah. Just the shit he does. I do love... I watched this video on Twitter, and it was like... You know how, like, every uh, Smash character, when you're on, like, a ledge, does their little, like, whoa, like, I'm gonna fall thing? Mm -hmm. Steve's is just that he looks down. (laughs) And it looks like he's just like, I accept the death that comes to me. (laughs) And I love that. I love it. I... Sakurai is one of my favorite faces of video games. Can I be honest? The best was in that presentation of Steve when he just comes back and goes, what did we just watch? <laughs> it was so good. It's so cheesy, but I love it so much. And I also love, too, where he's like, they t- they made me put Steve in the game. And so then I played Fortnite. I mean, not Fortnite. I played Minecraft for 150 hours or some shit like that. And he, he, you know what's funny is we all should have known Steve was coming because Sakurai for like the past like three months has just been posting his... Minecraft world on yeah. on Twitter. And to be fair, he's got a pretty bitch in Minecraft world. I mean, hey, 150 hours of research, you know, get you some progress. Yeah. And I, I gotta be honest with you, the moveset that came up for him is smart. Yeah. It's good. It's so. the map that he get, the stage that he gets, looks so cool. Mm. I do kind of hate they didn't do the original Minecraft music just because it's kind of too, like, uh, melon. I don't know what you'd say. Like, it's just kind of... It's slower. It's more right. ethereal sort of thing. Whereas, like, they use, like, the Minecraft Dungeons music. Mm-hmm. It would have been kind of funny if, if they put in, like, the Minecraft parody songs from YouTube, though, too. <laughs> like, just pick, like, a couple Captain Sparkles songs. <laughs> throw those in there. <sighs> well, Jacob, yeah. how are we doing on time? We, I feel like we've been going a while. We're coming up on an hour. So, yeah, so it's maybe actually a perfect time to go out on... Minecraft parody songs. If you like the show, please give it five stars on your podcast service of choice. It really helps us out, gets us up in lists. Uh, Buzzfeed us up. (laughs) You just ruined my flow for a dumb (laughs) joke. That God, it wasn't even funny. I just I wanted to see the look on his face because the thought entered my head. And like, like lists, BuzzFeed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, he's not going to laugh at this, but he's going to be disappointed, so I got to say it. That's true. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get in contact with us, you can email the show, thefiresidepub at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at thefiresidepub. You can follow me on Twitter at itsjgriff. Brad doesn't have any social media, but once again, I bring you to the call to arms. Dress up like Steve from Minecraft and start breaking chunks out of his house <laughs> to find him. I'd appreciate it if you didn't do that, though if you'd like to cosplay, now is the time. Tis the season. Tis the season. It's Spooktober. Next week, it's the spooky episode, bitch. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to talk about that's spooky related, but... We'll figure something out. We will truly be doing a monster mash, a graveyard bash. Thanks for listening, and thanks for drinking along with us. Adios. Adios.